Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast where a Springfield, Missouri band dives deep into a band's catalog, one album at a time. I am Matt. I play guitar. I'm Josh on bass. I'm Logan on guitar. I'm Blake, and I play the drums. And we are More of That. Welcome back to Discographology, where it's the end of the beginning, but not the beginning of the end. We're going to do our end game episode this week, uh, where we kind of look back over what we've done uh, this past uh, 30 episodes, I believe. I don't have it in front of me, but uh, coming to you um, every week with... uh, an, an album discussion. Uh, this isn't the the last episode, but we're going to take a break for a little while and uh, work on some recording projects that uh, we've got in the mix. But uh, before that, we thought that we would kind of talk through what we uh, what we looked over this year. This will be number thirty nine, by the way. 39. Number thirty nine. Insane. Wow. Almost made it to forty. <laughs> I know almost. we're almost there. Uh, <laughs> Should have done One another Halloween uh, mix episode. Part three, three Halloween mix episodes. <laughs> I mean, I could have split pure moods into two for a, as long <laughs> as it was. Or, or women in music. I, I have some something to say about yeah. that a little later. Uh, oh, I'm sure you do. Oh, I have something to tell you. <laughs> I, hey, uh, I hate I, this album. <laughs> I get wet. I don't know. Uh, I should. Oh. Uh, I should say that uh, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm totally just hijacking what you're, you're saying there. And that that we for this particular episode that we do have uh, some things we're going to talk about uh, regarding the season we've just covered, as we're calling it a season, right? Uh, with kind of what our, our favorite moments were, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but before we get to that, as we always do in the usual pregame kind of thing. Uh, we're going to just kind of go around and talk about what we're currently listening to, what we've picked up since the last time we've talked and, and all that kind of stuff. And I guess I'll just kind of kick us off and say that uh, in uh, the tradition of Pure Moods, which we listened to last week, which of course was the you know world music compilation in a way, I feel like uh, was kind of part of this wave in the 90s of world music becoming very popular in certain circles in the United States. I I went ahead and uh, ordered Buena Vista Social Club, the Vinyl Me (laughs) Please edition, and got that uh, a couple weeks ago. It's really nice. It was on like a brown vinyl and uh, came with a nice art print, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff, and a nice book that came with it as well. Like, not a book, I guess, more of a booklet, but... It's uh, it's good. You guys know the Buena Vista Social Club? No, nope. I I, I do know uh, Buena I know Vista. Of them. Yeah, or more that, know of them. Was that? Oh, I was gonna say, was that an album in your? I feel like it is an album your mom might have had or your dad, Matt. No, uh, my mom was married briefly to someone who uh, who had that. Okay, who, who had that album? You know, you know who I'm talking about. I know. Yeah, um, that it. It was an album in the '90s. It's a really cool story because it was this uh, in the '90s. Uh, Ry Cooter, the musician, went down to Cuba to actually record a group of African musicians, but for some reason their their flight like didn't show up or something, and uh, he ended up just going out and talking to local Cuban musicians and found out that there had been this group of Cuban musicians who hadn't played together in like 40 years or something crazy, uh, pre-revolution basically. 
and uh, he got them together and recorded a bunch of songs, like traditional Cuban songs and songs they had written. And it's the Buena Vista Social Club, and it's uh, it's good. It's like Cuban music, but it does seem to be part of that trend in the '90s of world music right. being a big thing here in the U.S. So I got that. And that's Peter Gabriel's fault. <laughs> Uh, Peter Gabriel, I actually was going to bring up, by the way, he had a song about Steve Biko, right? And then Tribe Called Quest had a song about Steve there, Biko as well. You know what? Now, now that I think of it, there was a song called Biko. I had no mm-hmm. idea what it was about. <laughs> Shows um, how dumb I am. And then uh, also I was going to mention, I just today, uh, Beth and I picked up the new album by a band called Citizen, which is a pretty good newer band we've found. I They're probably one of the more recent bands we follow, but I think this is their fourth album, so they've been around for a minute. But it's pretty good. It's kind of like indie rock. um, Maybe you could say quote-unquote emo a little bit. And then, uh, Logan, you probably already own this, but I recently picked up the reissued vinyl of The Faint, uh, Dance Macabre. Oh. Like the big reissue they did. Oh, I didn't know they reissued it. I, I used to love that. I don't yeah. have the reissue, um, but I, I have the, the the original one. Okay. Yeah, this this I had seen at Heavy Heads for a while. It had kind of been sitting up there, and then I was in there with Beth not that long ago, and we saw it, and she wanted it. It comes with like a the CD, a DVD, and then the what? album on vinyl, and also like an outtake, uh, a, a LP of outtakes or something. I didn't even know about this. I need this. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So we, we got that. And uh, I mean, I, I've never really listened to it before. Um, it's Oh, it's, man. It's great. It's a great album. It, yeah. It's one of her favorites for sure. And so I, I we put that on a few times and that's pretty good. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to. Uh, Matt, what have you been listening to? Oh, um, a lot of different stuff here and there. I haven't been to the record store and, and haven't really had a chance to to sit down and and put anything on purposefully but uh did uh just you know i don't even know how i came across it uh i guess other than every once in a while uh bob dylan tunes just you know leap into my mind but uh put on desire uh which mm. was was the um the follow-up i believe to, to blood on the tracks or in, in that blood on the tracks uh era and uh it's got hurricane um but i i'd never listened to it all the way through i I own it on vinyl and just i'm sure that i'm not the only one who has bought vinyl and been excited about it but then gotten home and just it gets it gets in the stack and you you don't uh you don't circle back to it uh because there's just so much but uh i really enjoyed it (laughs) um you know it's got hurricane and um song called joey which yeah, one Which more I, cup of coffee is really good as well. Yeah, and and then album. one more cup of coffee. Uh, and I guess also in somewhat keeping with, with the uh, uh, geographic um, songs, uh, I, I enjoyed Mozambique quite a bit mm. uh, as well. But uh, yeah, that that and just, you know, girl group 60s stuff is, is always you, in the mix around here. Uh, so uh, that's that's kind of what well, I've you, been... You picked up some stuff at the record show, right? We went to a record show recently. Did we Did not talk about that last week? Uh, we did not. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you um, what'd you get at the record show? Well, I got uh to to accompany my um my previous record store, Husker Do Find, uh I got Husker Do uh Flip Your Wig to accompany my New Day Rising, which I'd gotten a, a couple years before. And um I got something else and honestly I can't <laughs> I've I've forgotten uh, off the top of my head what, what my other sports, uh, sports. grab was. It was sports, sports. yes, Huey Lewis. You. 
sports. Yeah, well, one of those where sports. <laughs> um, it, it's very it. similar to, to tubular bells now, uh, in which I, I'm always on the lookout for it because it's one of those that you feel like you want to have, but I, uh, you can also wait and there's two wait two for a cop- good copy. There's two copies that uh, stick it right now. I saw them tubular today. bells. Yep. Ooh. And so, yeah, I don't want to hey, jump yeah. in, but I'll just say I noticed several titles that included pure mood songs, <laughs> like the Miami okay. Vice soundtrack uh-huh. and like just a bunch of stuff. Oh, good looking but out. I, nice. it, anyway. And also they they bought in a, a ton of really great albums in good condition. You guys, what, what else my, did they get? I'm, uh, I'm just a intrigued. lot of like early Beatles you know, mm. Zeppelin, just a lot of uh, mm. nice stuff that would probably be up. You're in Matt's alley. Okay. Uh, a lot of cl- classic kind of stuff, but in really good condition. So you might check that out. Oh, yeah. That, that is worth a look, it sounds like. Uh, I, I actually, uh, I don't know. I probably should stop spending money on albums. I've spent <laughs> quite a bit recently <laughs> just ordering stuff. Yeah. But uh, Logan, did you did you get anything at Stick It or you picked up anything recently? Um. Yeah, I actually have kind of a a big list, but I'll just kind of run through it. I don't know. Uh, one thing that I was really excited about is I picked up the Green Day Insomniac reissue. Oh, um, good... And that's really nice and kind of foiled looking and shi- nice and shiny. Um, but that's probably my favorite Green Day album. I also picked up Amel and the Sniffers, their 2019 self-titled. Uh, so I was happy to find that. I found uh, Brutus, uh, their Live in Ghent uh, 2020 album. Also, the Mars Volta put out uh, Inertiatic ESP from their upcoming EP Landscape Tantrums, which is the early recordings uh, of DeLoused before they recorded with Rick Rubin. So oh, wow. these are early recordings that have been cleaned up remastered and sound really awesome uh i picked up london beats i've been thinking about you (laughs) remix promo copy um from Uh 1990 um at the record show one of my favorite finds was and i've been looking for this forever and figured i was gonna have to order it somewhere but just sitting there right there in front of me was ghostbusters 2 soundtrack on vinyl uh which i always had the cassette tape and uh, so uh, that was a nice find. Um, I know Lana Del Rey put out Chemtrails over the Country Club. I only listened to most of it like once, um, and I don't really, I can't just judge it uh, really after listening to it once. So I need to listen to it more. Um, Zombie put out a new album. Uh, well, I'm sorry, they put out a new song called Black Forest from an upcoming EP that I pre-ordered on some limited vinyl that I'm excited about. And uh, for some reason, I have been listening to Eddie Murphy's Party All the Time. Um, <laughs> Rick James! From his 1985 wow. How Could It Be album, and I can't stop listening to it. So <laughs> You just want to party all the time. I just, I, I need to hear that all the time. More it's kind so, of an earworm. Well, I really just like watching the video, too. The video is a, uh-huh. uh, is a little, little masterpiece in itself. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I've been listening to quite a bit. I think I picked up a couple uh, Nirvana uh, reissues that you know I didn't have any Nirvana on vinyl, so I thought that'd probably you be got a good that thing in utero, didn't you? Yep, in utero and and bleach. So yeah, um, and I will give you guys a little tidbit today uh, when I was at Stick It. This really kind of was upsetting because 
I was trying to track this down and I was thinking about having to order a 45 of it from Belgium or something. Uh, but it's this mm-hmm. song that I'm putting on this year's Halloween mix. And uh, yeah. right, it was right there. It was right there okay. in front. And like, I don't know. It was just like it manifested itself. I was thinking about it the other day and then boom, there it was, which is weird because it's a very, you wouldn't think anybody would, it would be anywhere around here, but is it like a, a, I know you don't want to reveal it, but like a a garage rock sixties kind of thing or nope. Okay. Um, cause I know some of that is like kind of sometimes hard to find, you know, it can kind of be rare. And so, uh, I was actually going to ask later, I had it on the schedule, if anyone has started working on a Halloween mix yet, because I have not. Mine's uh, and pretty much you, done. Um, <laughs> usually by this point, I at least have a couple songs I've I've found and thrown into the the you know hopper. But I have a few songs. I've got, I've got about half on a dozen. playlist. Man, everything I've I've heard this year, nothing has jumped out to me like Halloween, you know, so far. I don't know what yeah. that's about. Uh, did you, so anything else, Logan, or was that, did you get through everything? Um, I, the only other thing is I, I watched all of that, uh, Tales from the Tour Bus, <laughs> uh, presented by Mike Judge. It's great, animated, narrated by Mike Judge, and they tell, like, the first season is about country, and then the second season is about funk, so we just get to hear about all these different icons and their wild and crazy <laughs> rock star you know lives and stories uh told by friends and family and people that were there so it's pretty cool yeah it is is worth a listen blake what have you been listening to and and picked up recently um well we were talking about the vicious cycle of of pre-orders earlier (laughs) and um i i have a hot pre-order that i think i might have in common with logan uh logan did you forget to mention a little oh yeah record Called Philosophy of the World yes. by a little band called The Shags. Yes. I think both, yes, both I, of us pre-ordered I did. that one. Light in the Attic Records is doing a re-pressing of it. Yes. Um, and God on, help me. On green. I, green vinyl? Yeah, some kind of green splatter, something Shag other. green vinyl. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I don't I, know. I shelled out. I shelled out forty dollars or whatever the hell it was for a record I don't even like, uh, but you know I want I wanted to own it uh, so I can kind of feel like I have a piece of history yeah. uh, that previously was not available. Um, stuff that the the wife bought. So I wanted to point out that uh, because because she gets upset if I claim that I bought it, <laughs> I want to clarify that my beautiful wife jessica bought the following records recently jesus and mary chain for the first time on vinyl uh 21 singles came out barnes and noble exclusive i think she got that cool cool uh she added phoebe bridger's stranger in the alps to our collection her first record it's awesome and the uh lana del rey kim trails over the country club and logan i wanted to see what you thought of it um and i'm I'm kind of in the same place where I've I've listened like one and a half times. My initial thought is like, well, this isn't as good as her previous record, which I thought was one of her best ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. I, I just need to listen to it more, and then who knows if I'll still feel that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I may have a, a LDR uh, fatigue. 
by this point. I don't know. Yeah, it's just going to have to strike me at the right time where I can sit down and listen to it and, you know... Yeah, she she's kind of weasering maybe a little bit. Where I, I actually have some thoughts on that. I I I, I was going to mention something about weaser, but we'll come back to it. Go ahead. Okay. I'm weasering. Well, weasering. I'm I'm interested here. By that, by weasering, I mean that before we even kind of got out of the afterglow period of her of her great record called Norman Fucking Rockwell, um, she's already pumped out this one, um, which may not be as good and. Um, b- before the vinyl had even cooled, said, "Oh, by the way, uh, this summer I'm releasing another fucking album." Yeah, and so she's she's going she's she likes to release quite a bit. Um, yeah, she's it's going to be like the seventh or eighth of her career now, and she started in like 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess this is how bands used to operate in the 60s and stuff, but yeah. n- now it just feels like spreading yourself thin. I don't know. Um. I want to shout out Japanese Breakfast, who Josh, yeah, um, Josh mentioned, and then so I went and listened to that song, um, "Be Be Sweet." Is that what it's called? Yep. From the upcoming LP that's not out yet, and it was really awesome. I can't wait to listen to more Japanese Breakfast. Been listening to our friend Nathaniel Carroll, who you can get his um, EP on streaming services called "American Covidiot." Logan's on it, and. Uh, I'm going to do some uh, 8-bit versions uh, collab with Nathaniel on some projects. I don't I don't know how much I'm supposed to talk about it. Anyway. Oh, we'll have to get Nathaniel in on maybe one of our songs or something, lay something mm-hmm. down. Yeah, we absolutely should do a trade-off where I do something for him. And then, he, yeah, I, I, I would love to have him on if you're li- any of our If songs. you're listening, Nathaniel, we'll, yes. we'll make it happen. You Crack them you knuckles, son. Play the keys. <laughs> Um, I, today I was listening to Oxygene, John Michael Jarre, and it's pretty cool. I haven't even finished, uh, I'm, I'm like to part four, <laughs> the part oh, that was on. You're listening to the album Oxygene? Yes, the album. Nice. So I wanted to hear all the parts. Um, and I, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Part, part two is especially dope. Oh yeah. 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 I haven't made it all the way through. Uh, <laughs> um, and then lastly, uh, you know, they, they, Told us what's going to drop for Record Store Day drops uh, 2021 this summer. Yeah, there are like 12 things that I want this time. I think last time around I wanted almost nothing. So I've got to, I guess, beg my local record stores for some things. Um, Just on the the Heim watch front, there is going to be a Heim gasoline. Seven inch, a single for the song we all loved. Yeah, I also wanted to... To draw attention to, uh, there will be a Weird Al three-inch single. What? A beat, so, a beat on the brat. A beat on the brat. It's a it's a cover. The Ramones song. I've, yeah. I've it looks really? cool. I've never owned a three-inch record, so I'd like if if that's available, I would totally buy it. That sounds also awesome. the Saint Vincent uh, Piggy. Yes. There's yeah. There's a lot of singles I want this time around. Saint Vincent. Uh, one side is Piggy Nine Inch Nails cover. The other side is another uh, cover. I forgot what it was. Sad but true. Yeah. Metallica. That? Oh man. Okay. Um. And then there's a Karen O. Willie Nelson collabo single <laughs> for Under Pressure. Just weird stuff this time, folks. <laughs> and uh, Under Pressure. The, the Queen David Queen, Bowie song. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, so my. like. Except for uh, instead of Queen and Bowie, it's Karen O and Willie Nelson 
the odd couple, uh, the original odd couple of <laughs> the music industry. Cool. Yeah, weird stuff. Um, but I'm excited for this record store day. Days, I can't lie. But that's all I got. Nice. Uh, before we move on, I just because I mentioned it, Logan, what I was going to say about Weezer and, and your thoughts on music was I was listening to that new Weezer last night, uh, all my favorite songs specifically, and, and I mm. realized that it's uh, the lyrics remind me of Pinkerton, but not in a, like without the problematic stuff from Pinkerton, (laughs) like, like just the, the sort of honest, like talking about his life kind of stuff. And I was like, Oh, he's, that's kind of neat that he's finally going back and doing that. And and he's talking about things that are more appropriate for his age. So that's nice. (laughs) That's that's a good observation. That's definitely true with this album. And I was like, wow, okay. I kind of, I kind of have a new appreciation for it. And I actually just got to talk about going to bed at nine. Uh, I, like, there's no. probably a line in there. There probably like is, that. but it's just sort of him. I don't know. Coming to terms we'll, we'll, with we'll his age. We'll have to age. spend more time on it later, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm interested in, in diving further into it. Um, okay, so we're going to get into kind of recapping our, our season now, the the end game, as we're calling it. End and game, uh, before we get game. really into talking about like favorite albums and stuff, we wanted to just kind of give some thank yous to uh, some people who have you know, been on this journey with us and, uh, you know, listened along and, and have given us feedback and that kind of thing that we really appreciate. So, um, Logan, you got some people you want to give thank yous and shout outs to for us? Yeah. Um, all the, the people that are, you know, liking and commenting on our Facebook and Instagram posts, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, that's, Especially, I've had a, a lot of people on Facebook that have joined in on conversations, uh, mainly about our pregame to- uh, pregame topics. Uh, had a good response for instrumentals. Had over like a hundred comments. I feel I feel like so. Thank nice. you all that, that are taking the time to share some of your favorites with us as well. Definitely, big thank you uh, to Nathaniel, uh, as we talked about our friend John and uh, Carly, Bryce. Josh, um, big thank you uh, to you all. I know that you've you've been hanging with us, and we really appreciate it. And it's it's nice to hear positive feedback from our friends. So thank you so much. You mean a lot to us. And yes. uh, can I say a few? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna because I didn't I didn't want to leave anybody out and make somebody feel like crap. So Adam, uh, the other Josh, uh, Jessica, too many Joshes. Tom. And Shane, and if I left you out, God, I'm so sorry, but I still love you. Yeah, um, big thank you to our wives and our family, mm. friends and family, wives that are listening and, and giving us good feedback as well. We appreciate that. I know our tw- uh, you guys have some Twitter followers that are... Yeah, uh, thank you to Fish. Uh, I know Bryce is at us on Twitter also. Uh also, big thank you to Philippe Sobriero, who did our art. Yes, thank did you. Did a really good job with it. Yeah. Thanks, uh, the Hoot and Holler crew, uh, Dan and Andy, Mark and Seth with Kudzu, and uh, everybody on the uh, on the Ox oh, yeah. Audio podcast network. And thank you to Lacey. I couldn't do it without you. Mm. Oh, and I want to include um, an Ox adjacent, uh, my... My good friend Adam's new podcast called Scrambled Transmissions. It's a uh, prestige, awesome stuff. It's about anthology television. Um, you should go check out Scrambled Transmissions. Nice. And I helped. And I, 
for a second, I almost said I helped. I'm like, I didn't help. What am I saying? Uh, it's that thing when someone your your server says, "Have a good day" or whatever, you know. And you're, or here your you go. Your server's like, yeah. enjoy your enjoy meal your meal. You're like, you're like, you, you too. too, yeah. Uh, and, and so we'll get, we'll kind of touch on this again at the end. But you know, we we do have another season planned. Uh, but more more on that later. But yeah, thank you to everybody that's listened and uh, put up with us. And, and as Logan said, thank you to our wives. I specifically have to yeah. say thank you to my wife who allows me to come sit in another room for three hours <laughs> on a Thursday evening and right <laughs> and just record uh, and leave her by her lonesome with the children. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> She's currently in the other room. It's, it's become a tradition that we pick a movie and they go watch it in the other room. Because uh, I, they're not allowed to use internet while we're recording because <laughs> I don't oh, want it man. slowing down the ser- the right. stream. Yeah, so they're watching they're watching the Miyazaki movie right now. Um, all right, Ooh. so let's get into I'm jealous of our uh, our kind of feelings on this past season, and we're going to start by talking about our top five albums. And so what this is is we covered. Um, a various number of artists this season. We did a series on Nirvana, a series on Haim, At the Drive-In, and the first three A Tribe Called Quest albums, and then we had a smattering of palate cleansers. And so what uh, we've decided is we're going to do a top five where we pick one from each of those artists we covered and then one palate cleanser of the palate cleansers we covered. Uh, That is our top five favorites um all right so i'll start us off if everybody's cool with that and uh give my top five and so yeah i chose one from each thing we cover each artist we covered and then one palette cleanser and i did put them in order though so like from I least favorite to favorite um so here we go so my five are at number five tribe called quest the low end theory then andrew wk i get wet Interesting. At the drive-in relationship of command, Heim oh. Women in Music Part Three, and right. Nirvana Nevermind. That is my number one. Nirvana Nevermind. Yeah. Nice, nice. I those are all albums I enjoyed that we covered for sure, and I kind of tried to rank them in order of how much I liked them. And there's some surprises in there. I didn't think Heim would be number two, but when I really thought yeah. about it, I'm like, yeah, I'd probably put that one slightly above some of the others. I get wet's also I'm surprised. Pleased. Kind of. Very Matt, pleased. Yeah. Uh we'll get more into surprises later. Matt, what'd you put for your top five? Uh top five, um i guess in a similar order, but uh you know, everything could could kind of slide around. I guess it was all good, but all you know, it hit me in different spots. So uh number five, uh I also have a tribe called Quest Low End Theory. It was my favorite of uh of those that we listened to. Uh Number four, uh, I've got the Batman Forever uh, pregame uh, topic. Okay. I, I thought that was uh, just there was so there was a lot of fun, and it was a fun episode to do. Uh, number three, uh, Heim Days Are Gone was my favorite of yeah. of of the Heims, uh, and then number two um, at the drive-in in Casino Out, and oh. number one uh, with a bullet, possibly my favorite record. Uh, Nirvana in utero. There we go. Nice. So I got some interesting similarities going on. Uh, my number five is people's instinctive travels in the paths of rhythm. Uh, and Josh, it's going to get weird. So <laughs> for, 
Four, I had I Get Wet, Andrew W.K. Three, Relationship of Command at the hey. drive-in. Two, is Women in Music Part 3, Heim. Synchronicity. And one is Nirvana in utero. Oh, so mixing almost. it up. Mixing it I'm up. very close to Josh, but also similar to Matt. Okay. But yeah. All right. So my uh, number five is Heim. Days are gone. Mm, yeah. Number four, a tribe called Quest, People's Instinctive Travels. Nice. Number three, Andrew WK, I Get Wet. Ooh. Number two, Nirvana's Incesticide. Mm, okay. And number one, at the drive in relationship of command. That's a good number one. I mean, that's a contender for sure. I'm trying to th- so did we have any consi- like I'm trying to think if there were any that all four of us picked. That's it. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of a split. I do have more on that later when I'll, I'll talk about like the uh, consistently agreed upon. But yeah, I think we kind of split. It seems like half and half, depending in utero or never mind. Days and days are gone. Women in music part three. Uh, I think most of us, Matt was the only one that did in casino out, right? relationship it's an upset yeah. yeah yes and then uh matt you went batman forever over i get wet yes and, uh yeah that's okay. an upset yeah interesting interesting well here i'll, I'll kind of give the stats then at this point i i've went through and kind of collected together all of our ratings um some of which were a little tricky because some of some of them like matt for instance there were a few where you just said like i give this one two van wheels and it's hauling uh, a trailer and i'm like what what does that convert into so i kind of tried to interpret it and then got like an average percentage any guesses before i get in i kind of want to know what do you guys think is our overall highest rated album so i took everybody's ratings put them together our highest rated album average it got a 96 percent average i'm gonna say andrew wk uh, oh, good guess. But maybe relationship or or never mind or in utero. I think it's a Nirvana. Either never mind or in yeah. utero. Yeah, ne- never mind got a ninety six percent average, okay. which is I think three of us ranked it a hundred percent. Like it got it was way up there. Uh, lowest rated. I gave it five. Lowest rated. What do you guys think there? I I think shags. it's shags, but I don't know that uh, I don't know that I I would say that it's lowest rated because that was one of my most. You know that was one of the out or the the shows that I enjoyed the most. Okay. Yeah. It is Shags. Uh, Shags <laughs> Philosophy of the World got a forty three point seven five percent average. Because Josh weighed it down with a a zero a zero I tied a brick a pure to, rejection. Uh, I tied a brick to foot foot and threw it in a lake. I ha- yeah. Uh, sorry, oh God. Foot foot. <laughs> I had a one. I had a one footed cat, which I feel is less cruel than what Josh said. Yeah. Uh, okay, then I went through and kind of got individual highest and lowest rated. So, Logan, your highest rated was a tie between in utero and relationship of command. You gave them both 100%. Blake, your highest was a three-way tie between yep. in utero, I get wet, and never mind, which you gave that 100 to all three. Uh, for me, my mine was a tie <laughs> between never mind and unplugged, which I gave both 100. And Matt, you had the exact same top two as me. Never mind it, unplugged. Yeah. Okay. Uh, lowest rated, Logan. Your individual lowest rated. Do you remember what it is? Um, I believe it is Midnight Marauders. Ooh. Or no, no it's something to tell you. Nope, it's unplugged. 
Really? You gave unplugged 35%. <laughs> That's your lowest. Yeah. Uh, Blake, yours is pure moods. You gave it a 12%, basically, which I think is also the I... lowest rating of any of the albums any of hang us on, gave. Hang on. I said pure moods. I said two unicorns. Um, I took that to mean two, well, you you said two s- songs. You said two songs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I go Out by a 17. five-star system. I gave Pure Moods a two. Whoa. I gave Shags a one. You, but you said you did. You told you us that you did the two, math. Out two songs. That's a twelve percent. It doesn't matter what I say. <laughs> okay. I say stupid things. Uh, mine was Philosophy of the World, which I gave a twenty percent. And Matt, do you have a guess on what yours is? Um, I, I'm I'm not sure actually. Well, yours is a tie. Uh, you gave both Philosophy of the World and Pyramids 40%. Okay. Hmm. So both of those <laughs> were kind of tied for last for you. Um, okay, overall, most consistently rated, agreed upon. I was trying to think of different metrics for this, and I probably did it wrong, truthfully. I just kind of was <laughs> looking across the spreadsheet of, like, what does it seem like we're all relatively close on? And it seems like we were all pretty close on people's instinctive travels. Like all of us had around an 85%-ish number on that one. We all we all seem Four to Jimmy kind of generally like that one. Uh, the most divisive, okay, the one that seemed to be we were all over the place. Uh, days are gone, and I think <laughs> it was mainly my fault, but days are gone. Pure <laughs> moods and interalia were the ones uh-huh. we were kind of like, scattered on in terms of of where we landed uh and then our longest episode was women in music part three and our shortest was in casino out and lastly our collective top five albums just based on ratings so i already said number one was never mind right yeah number two at the drive-in relationship of command number three nirvana in utero Number four, Andrew WK, I Get Wet. And number five is Tribe, People's Instinctive Travels in the Passive Rhythm. Ooh. So actually a pretty good spread there of everybody yeah. we covered. Not really... No, uh, no Heim. Yeah, I mean, No Heim, but I did purposefully try to... I didn't you know, try to choose one from each. I just kind of literally put it, yeah. put it in no, order. Yeah, no, I know. It's just the math. Yeah, and just the math. It yep. came out that that was our, our top five. Can't argue with that. Yeah. All right. We do superlatives for albums. Like favorite banger album, not favorite banger album. Don't sleep sure, on yeah. it, all that stuff. Banger, banger. My banger is I Get Wet. I don't know how that's not, I mean, it's just balls to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every song yeah. is just going to 100. Matt? Uh, Yes, that that album is uh, constructed entirely of banger, uh, but but my banger <laughs> is uh, relationship of command. I, I think it's got uh, got that heart and that personality that that really uh, really brings it. My banger, I also said I get wet. <laughs> nice for for reasons, yeah, and I did as well. Nice. Wow, that's wild. Nice. It is. It's. It's. Uh. Yeah. As Matt said, it's constructed entirely of banger. It is. It's a manufactured <laughs> banger. Okay. <laughs> All, right. Um, All right. I went with In Casino Out on this one because it's the one that I was probably the least familiar with out of what we covered. I, I, well, I guess that's not true. There were a few I'd never really listened to, but it's the one that I feel like I'm going to go back to the most probably that I didn't know already. I, I would have put that in my top five, but I think Relationship of Command is probably 
my I like it better, but in Casino Out, I, I like that one quite a bit. Don't sleep on Days Are Gone. Uh, mm, I was okay. really, really taken uh, by that record, and uh, as I said, it was my favorite of, of the Heim records that we did, um, and I know that uh, Women in Music is getting a lot of press, as it should, but uh, do not sleep on that debut record from Heim. I said don't sleep on Wimpy, Women in Music Part 3, um, mainly because... I think it's a, a a sleeper album. It 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 takes some getting into. It takes a few listens maybe to to realize how good it is. I'm uh, coming in with uh, agreeing with Matt on "Days Are Gone" by Heim. Interesting. I don't think this is any surprise here, guys. Philosophy of the world, the Shags. Mm, I disagree. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I disagree with your opinion. <laughs> oh Reginald um I uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> I, release the hounds <laughs> um I I can see why you would want to skip that but I, I think you need to listen to it once so my skip yes. uh my skip though you should also listen to this record is uh Bleach what? Whoa. Whoa. That's wow. shocking to me. Okay. Ouch. Bleach in the... Sorry, Bleach. Wow. Bleach. Bleach your works. High, um, high school <laughs> Matt would be mortified. <laughs> My... So, yeah. I, Shags, uh, even... I didn't say skip it because it's um, uh, an artifact that you need to know about. And same with Pure Moods. I think you need to listen at least once just to know. Just to know. I said, perhaps controversially, Batman Forever soundtrack. Mm. I I don't find anything that's particularly important to me on there. I don't have a don't, deep emotional connection Don't forget about to, that Nick Nick Cave banger, though. Or it, everything okay. but it the It has girl. a banger. It has a banger mm. or two. So I'm going to come in and say, skip A Tribe Called Quest, Midnight mm. Marauders. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. That's what I, okay. I just kind of think by the at that point after hearing the the first two albums, which I liked much more, I, I feel like they kind of ran out of some things to say by the third one. Yeah, nice. I can see that. I do li- cover a whole album. I do like that. By the way, in that clip, it sounds like he the song or the album is telling us to come over and cover it. <laughs> like, I know. Uh, <laughs> so I actually said uh, I said Bleach, Matt. Whoa. I said Bleach would be a fun album to cover front to back because it's just, it would work, you know? It's it's all just guitars and bass and drum, and you could just, yeah, go through it. It'd be fun. I, I think that would be fun. Um, I kind of want to cover the Batman Forever soundtrack. I, I'm, I'm attracted <laughs> to the, the diversity. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would be fun to kind of, you know, uh, come up with with interesting interpretations uh, of a lot of that stuff i, I wouldn't want to kind of do it note for note or or anything like acapella that. acapella bridge <laughs> the riddler <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah who's doing method man's parts dude that song okay it's max um is it me yes i said we're gonna cover the entirety of Nevermind because it's mostly a wall-to-wall banger album it's stuff that people know and would be a lot of fun so at first I was going to go the easy route here and say we should cover the shags because we wouldn't have to practice too much. Ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? But then I thought, 
we would be missing an opportunity for Bleach Boys to take <laughs> the stage where we cover Bleach in the style of the Beach Boys. Uh, okay. Ooh. You, you guys have, Bleach have Boys. convinced me on, on Bleach. Um, I, Bleach I think I'm gonna, Boys. <laughs> I'm going to revise my Bleach skip boys. to... Uh, Acrobatic tenement. Uh, I, I think you've 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 convinced me on <laughs> acrobatic uh, tenement. Okay, that's a that's one we haven't even talked about tonight yet. So. Yeah, True, well, and, yeah. and, and I, that's probably indicative of uh, right uh, of, of why it's on the record. It. But uh, but I, I I am a fan of Bleach Boys. I, I think that for, that Floyd the Barber uh, need, needs a, uh, a a Bleach harmonies Boy. harmonies. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Bleach Boys sounds like a really upsetting Tim and Eric sketch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just picturing Mike Love with the like hat on and everything, you know, trying to do uh, Floyd the what Barber. A, what a um, All right. So uh, <laughs> next up, we've got some various questions uh, we're going to ask ourselves about this season. And do we want to go through them one by one and have everybody go around yeah. or have one person? Okay. Yeah. So we'll start off with biggest surprise. Um, I put down my biggest surprise was in Casino Out as far as an album goes, because it's the one I didn't really know at all and uh, really came to enjoy. And I don't know. I'm, I mean, maybe it's just where uh, looking back on it now, it's the one I feel like I'm going to go back to the most. I also, though, had to put in there, I think the biggest surprise just in terms of moment was the time I saw the phone number in the back of the Andrew WK book and called and the dude, Ooh. the dude answered. Uh, so that you was, you didn't tell this story on the, podcast. I think I, I think I did a little bit, right? The, the back of the 33 and a third book has a phone number you can call you did, and it just says, we didn't call make it me. on the air. And, uh, the author answered <laughs> and it, it was just really kind of cool and kind of a cool moment. Um, and you didn't record it. Well, I, yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was my biggest surprise. Uh, what about what about you, Matt? I, I was also pleasant uh, pleasantly surprised by uh, In Casino Out, but uh, so so I would say for for my um, my positive surprise, yeah, In Casino Out was good. Uh, I also remember being very surprised uh, at Logan's hate for lithium. Um, I respect that. <laughs> yeah. I know I, I stick, you know, you, you stick to your guns and, and, you know, that the whole show is about, you know, everybody's got opinions. It's okay to like music. It's okay to not like, uh, music. I thought that you might like it, but, uh, but there, we, we like a lot, lots of stuff. So, but, but I was, I guess I was just surprised <laughs> by it, but, but I'm, I'm, you know, was so surprised. I, I still put on uh hula hoop wounds off of, uh, in casino out, uh, weekly. Oh, good. And it's, I mean, I, I have a, a most surprising moment as far as albums. I, yeah. In Casino Out is up there just because it's like one of the ones that I hadn't heard. And a lot of these albums I had already heard. So by its nature, it was surprising um, in a good way. My biggest surprise moment was when no one I was I was shocked that no one liked certain songs that I loved. And I just kind of took it for granted that I love these songs so much that um of course everyone else will feel the same way. Heim is this uh, Heim or yeah, like a few Heim songs like a little of your love and don't wanna songs that I love and just went went over like hot garbage. Um <laughs> I was very pleasantly surprised that the band liked Heim at all. Um cuz you guys weren't familiar and I was and and that we all kind of felt that the Wimpy might be the best one. So that was a pleasant surprise. So my biggest surprise, I would say, is is Heim's uh, "Days Are Gone." 
that was my first introduction to him. That was my, I, I think, I, I don't remember exactly how I rated him, but I think I gave Days Are Gone at like an 82%. I think that might have been the highest rating um, for Haim that I gave them. But I, I loved its dancey nature, uh, a lot of the infectious songs and hooks. It was That was a great album. As far as uh, like a moment, uh, Matt, I'll... I'll see your <laughs> your lithium and 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 rays on uh in casino outs uh Napoleon solo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, yep. So, uh, biggest disappointment um for for me I went with low end theory and the reason I went with low end theory is because I really thought going into it like oh I'm going to love this album like wall to wall like it's the you know it's the one I had bought. I bought on vinyl. I was like, I'm gonna really, and then when we really went through it piece by piece, it's still pretty good. I mean, it was in my top five. I think it's still a good album, but there's some songs on there that I was just like, eh, I don't know. And then like, like knowing the history of some of those songs as well, I was like, oh, that's yeah. disappointing, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of what I went with there. I think I'm I'm on the same track as you, Josh. But but for me, it was Midnight Marauders. You know, I. I I, w- I was really turned on to uh, Low End Theory and, you know, just didn't feel like Midnight Marau- Marauders uh, met the challenge. Um, so so that, that, was, uh, that, that was my kind of, you know, that, that was my disappointment. I'm going to say biggest disappointment were uh, both compilations that we did, Batman Forever and <laughs> Pure Moods. Uh, both were not nearly as entertaining to me as I thought they might be. Do you think you would like them more if they were maybe three or four tracks shorter? They're pretty maybe. Long. I mean, they both do. Yeah, they both run long by their I, the nature of them. I, I feel like in the CD era, uh, you know, especially yes. for compilations, that there was a you know everything has to be seventy minutes, and I don't seventy five. Yeah, <laughs> that always is a good idea. Exactly. Just cram it all on there. It's not a, not a good uh, method. Um, my biggest disappointment. I th- I think it was probably a tie. Uh Matt, I do agree with you know your take on uh Midnight Marauders. I also share that that feeling, but I think the the biggest disappointment was coming off that that high of Days Are Gone going into Himes something to tell you. I think I kind of I don't know. I I guess I my expectations were kind of, you know, still up. And maybe that's just because I, you know, like didn't have the actual time between releases to digest and process we kind of you know went through it uh so maybe that colored it a little bit but it also tied with uh pure moods uh i (laughs) I, there is a lot of uh i don't know just a lot of things to grapple with with that album um you know i think as many songs as there are and yeah there's just a lot of it, it was it was disappointing to go back to that one yeah all right. Well, on the lighter side, uh, we got funniest <laughs> thing uh, we we saw, and I originally had that it was the time that Matt said he wanted to uh, fuck that puppet from Mister Rogers. You should go back and, and listen to Incesticide, oh, that episode. Who wants to pull? Can you pull the clip? I, I need clips. Okay, <laughs> I might have to pull it. Did anybody else have a thing for uh, Lady Averlin? Was that her name? Uh, just the... <laughs> In the neighborhood of make believe, you know, just you know, being a kid and watching that, TV. I wanted to and, kiss that fucking king. 
I saw that <laughs> yeah. thing. I, was like, I thought you were going to say you, one of the puppets, want, like the old but, hag. But my heart belongs to Lady <laughs> Elaine Fairchild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he said he had a thing for that puppet remember uh the lady elaine no (laughs) no lady elaine fairchild was the puppet that lives in the museum go round i had a thing for lady averlin who was the the lady in the nice dress who went around and talked to the the citizens oh, of the neighborhood okay. of Make Believe. She was a real person. Um, yes, real human. Well, and, reg- regardless, I, I I scratched that one and went with Matt's pure moods history, which which had me had me a rolling uh, listening to oh, the pure yes. moods history. It was pretty great for sure. My funniest moment isn't so much a moment, but just the fact that we could never get our order straight. Uh, well, I'm much, sure that's going to be a that's running a, bit. Man, that's a behind the scenes uh, pulling yeah, back the so curtain. The listener won't know because of editing. <laughs> you mean <laughs> you we, mean Josh can't get the order right, and uh, Logan right. is perpetually frustrated about it. <laughs> Hey, like, I'm not man. saying anything. Don't throw me into this now. Li- all right, we're all we're all a bit frustrated. We're just hiding it a bit better. <laughs> I just I don't know what it is. I need to. I'm going to keep it written down in front of me right here. That's that's. <laughs> but but uh, I I also uh, very much enjoyed uh, Logan's uh, vocal stylings for the the Shags history as well. <laughs> oh, yes. thank you yeah, yeah. thank you a lot of good play acting in that one <laughs> that that was a fun moment i okay the i appreciated that there were many times when i was like gut laughing doing this show and uh, most are, are hard to like even remember what i was laughing about but here's what i got uh on the the halloween episode uh when we first started i'll drop a clip <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> Never mind about doing that. No, that's it. <laughs> doing what? I don't remember this. Doing like a Dracula voice, and he goes, "Good evening." Good evening. <laughs> and then, and then he was quickly like, "Wait, I can't do a whole intro like this." <laughs> In this yeah. voice that I just suddenly decided that I'm going to do, and then of course I kept that part in. Yes, you did. Oh man, that's good. I I had I had a long list, but there was three that really stuck out to me. I think uh, Blake's song about Toby, <laughs> the cat, oh, yeah, was, the was, was cat. that was pretty funny. I had that uh, on my list as well. That was great. This is a song about a cat named Toby. It's called Toby's Name. Yo. My name's Lil Matt, and I'm here to say. I love cats, feral, neutered, or spayed But here's one thing no one knows My cat Toby has six toes Toe, 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 toe This is a song about my cat <laughs> Named it's Toby. Toby's theme. Did anybody theme. catch all There are many references in that Did anyone oh, yeah. catch the pixies? I have to go back and listen to it again It starts out, this is a song about a cat named Toby It's called uh, Toby's yeah. theme <laughs> I got you. The, um so okay, some more behind the scenes. There's a sna- There's the the what is it? Bell Biv DeVoe or something? The dun 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 dun. dun clank. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's stolen from that. The snare sample is taken from the Shags. Oh, uh, uh, okay. That's funny. Also, uh, 
Josh calling himself a simp. <laughs> was really... I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. What that did I say was... it was a simp for, though? I can't remember now. <laughs> You're like, what can I say? I'm a simp. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I thought it just been simple. I, I <laughs> Uh, the third one, I think, was the our very first episode, just at the very beginning of the intro, just the the banter and the awkward <laughs> like pass off. I think was pretty funny. I, I think that was a good way to introduce us. Should I say welcome again? I already said that in the intro. I guess so. just keep it real I casual. Keep it yeah, real yeah. casual. Hey, you know, start. Yeah, off L- Logan, the... you got a better radio. Why don't you start this and then? Oh, and, jeez. <laughs> oh, I start. I don't even know what Pressure's to say. on. Yeah, just go for it, Josh. I, right. I believe in you. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dr. Nick. Okay, uh, favorite uh, episode uh, that you planned. Um, for me, I, I, I go with the people's one. I really enjoyed... Uh, you know, doing that history, putting together that, editing it, playing it for everybody was pretty exciting as well. Um, I actually have down also the uh, the thing about uh, Blake's parody work. I also had to put in, though, I did enjoy telling everybody a bit about Mac Fisto from Batman Forever. That yeah. was pretty fun. <laughs> That's always going to be funny. Yeah. My uh, favorite that I planned was uh, Incesticide. Um, you know, it was really early on, and, and I really uh, enjoyed going back and listening to those uh those tunes that I I'd, I'd heard as heard in high school but but hadn't heard for upwards of 20 years since uh, I I'd I'd been in high school and um you know it really enjoyed making that uh that that initial montage as well my favorite one that I did my uh, runner up was wimpy um but the most fun to do was probably I get wet <laughs> just because it's just pure joy and uh got to have a lot of fun and 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 write a goofy thing for for the intro (laughs) good stuff i think my favorite that i did was at the drive-ins enter alia i Mm. really enjoyed putting together the history kind of how you have this long break of at the drive-in and that the story of how that came to be in the reunion but also i really enjoyed uh the the ghost tape thing i i really yes that was interesting to me love that and um i just i was really excited about talking about that album i think that's that was an album that i'd spent a lot of time with and listened to it quite a bit and i was eager to that was a really good one even though it wasn't my favorite at the drive-in album it was a really good episode and like just put together well and stuff thanks yeah all right um so favorite pregame list for me was santa's wax um, I, I actually really enjoyed kind of figuring out like what would be the record I would get if I could just spend as much money as they wanted. And also Logan's song for Santa's wax was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yes. Thanks. <laughs> I really liked the, uh, all of the Halloween mixes. That's kind of a cheat cause it ended up being two shows, but, uh, I, I liked hearing everybody's Halloween mix. And, and this was the first year I'd had the wherewithal to, uh, or, or the, uh, the, the foresight and planning to, to make one. So I, I was, uh, I appreciated getting in there with you guys. Wait, that's not a pregame. That's not a list, or is it? Is it? I mean, it uh, kind of counts. Yeah, that, I'm, that, I'm I mean, calling it. A list. I, I'd say that 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 counts. It's, sure. a, it's okay. It's, it's a playlist. Yeah, it was a. It was kind of a an interruption. We, what did we interrupt? Heim? Were we in the yeah. middle of Heim? Yeah, you're right. We we cut right into the middle of it. Yep. Um, 
I love all the ones with, with uh, songs, uh, mostly done by Logan. Was it just Logan doing the fun pregame songs? <laughs> I, I can't wait. To I do actually, song. by the way, had the, had the time to make up and write a song for a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, for uh, for Are You There Pod? Sorry, yeah. I I go, never contributed. To never contributed pod. to this one. Uh, apparently, just just other exclusive. Podcasts. Exclusive Josh content. I should, on I should contribute there, to this podcast, I guess, at some point. Yeah, at some point. Um, but I said my favorite pregame list was instrumentals. Uh, mm. Maybe just because I could go back and do like 10 or 20 more that I love. And I'd love to talk about them and play clips from them. And I loved revisiting um, that Nine Inch Nails <laughs> song because it's so awesome. Mm. Uh, by the way, the piano solo on that song was played by... And now I fucking lost it. Who's the who's a famous pianist who played with David Bowie and a bunch of other people? Something Garson. Oh, oh Mike Garson. Mike Garson did, did piano work on that, just like you imagined. I I think mm-hmm. I misattributed it to to Trent. He toured with uh, Smashing Pumpkins during the Ad- yes, uh, Adore yes. tour. He worked with them too. He worked with everybody. Favorite pregame list. I I also enjoyed instrumentals, but I ultimately I. I think I enjoyed winter winter albums mm. uh, the most. Uh, I liked thinking about. I had a lot of nostalgia with that one and songs that really you know worked well for my um, my themes of winter that I've I've grown to love. So I, I enjoyed that one. Favorite history. Uh, I went with the first at the drive-in one actually because uh, I feel like uh, when you did that, Logan sort of set the template somewhat of like, okay, this is one way we can do this history thing. Um, and, and I really appreciate the kind of the documentarian style almost. Uh, obviously that's kind of what I copied for the, uh, tribe called quest one. So I, I really yeah. liked that first at the drive and when I was really impressed by it too, I remember when we listened to it, like, Oh, okay, yeah. this is what he's doing. And I was like, wow, okay, this is setting the bar pretty high. But, uh, I, I remember thinking that it was, it could be its own, prestige podcast and it's if you just aired that like yeah. that would be a, a considered a good podcast yeah. but then we added three more hours or whatever <laughs> of us as, talking as is our want yeah, yeah. so that was my choice in a similar vein uh i would say my favorite history was uh the shags um i i enjoyed as i said uh logan's vocal stylings and uh really just you know I don't know that I would say that I enjoyed, but uh, appreciated getting into the backstory and and kind of you know examining that as as an, an artifact of uh, of its time and, and and you know of the the work that that the the ladies in in the shags made. Well, I want to say that I like all of them. Like I think from the jump, they were great with the Nirvana ones and and we almost kind of like topped ourselves. Uh, I, I'm going to say that a different way. We outdid ourselves with, <laughs> we, with each we one gave ourselves. going. <laughs> I blew myself. Um, <laughs> they each kind of got better than the last. So I've got to, I'm going to go with recency bias and say pure moods. It just <laughs> knocked my socks off and made me laugh my ass off. Uh, so good, but they're all good, and I feel bad for being so lazy about with the Heim stuff. But man, on my next one, I'm gonna knock it out of the fucking park. So, all right, hold on to your hats, all folks. Right. <laughs> um, I'd say so. My favorite history was also Shags, and not because 
of of me like telling the history, but just the history of the band. That's what because I was yeah. going to go a totally different uh, route with the uh, the palate cleanser, and but as soon as I started reading about the shags and learning about the history, I was just captivated by that story. It was just the most bizarre story that I'd ever heard from a band. And uh, so I, I think that one was my favorite to learn about. And by the way, again, I should reiterate, we're still doing another season that will come up at some point <laughs> later in which there will be more histories. Uh, we've already started, I think, all of us researching in some way. So uh, more will be coming down the pike that'll be pretty interesting, I think. It's kind of like Marvel's Endgame. You know, I, they're going to do another movie in Wave a Wave so. 2, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so most scandalous lyric. And, and I don't know how we want to do this because I've got like a list I didn't really choose like one because Josh wants to be able to say every oh, scandalous so lyric on shit. the episode. Uh, he wants to just get it I, all. Okay, out. I will say okay, here, man, because so many of them need to be mentioned. But um, all right, here's what I'll go with. I gotta go with Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders, Electric Relaxation. Q-tip oh, yeah. Q saying, I want to pound the poontang until it stinks. There, there's <laughs> not possibly a more vile <laughs> for, like line I think we've covered. We've covered pretty bad stuff, but something about I want to pound the poontang until it stinks just really jumps out at you. Like, oh, what an off-putting way to say that. That's so real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I guess I, I went, went in a different direction. Uh, when, I, when I saw this, my, my very first thought, and, and I'm, I'm going with uh, first is best, is poop as hard as rock. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Definitely funniest. Um, there's a thousand tribe lines, but this is what I went with for Scandalous because of the reactions it may have elicited in the episode and um, some of the editing I had to do. Uh, Andrew WK, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the first part of it. Uh, I learned that the the song "It's Time to Party" says, "Open your mouth, we're all gonna something in your face." It's definitely, and I didn't know that that's what he said. And uh, <laughs> okay, I had to kind of edit around it. So yeah, pretty scandalous. You had to edit around it. Well, I mean, I said it a bunch of times in the episode. I oh, think we all okay, did. Okay, okay. But it was like so many times that I was just <laughs> like, "I'm like- gonna, I'm gonna cut some of these out." <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't pick out a certain lyric because I I kind of figured you'd got you guys would probably go to town on 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 the ones like from Quest or whatever. But I think something that really bothered me uh, throughout all the the you know albums that we covered was "Polly" by Nirvana. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think mm. that. And then I started thinking about, well, what lyric made it so scandalous? And I'm like, well, but it was just kind of a scandalous in itself that it was based on a true story. And like it was through the eyes of this, you know, kidnapper, rapist, torturer, you know, I I, that really bothered me because I I don't think that I'd ever knew about that history before. So that made me look in the song in a completely different light. But I think. Out of all the the lyrics, that one has um, that song has haunted me the most, just kind of as a whole. Yeah. Let me clip your dirty upsetting. wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I really quickly uh, say my my runner up though from Mexican yes. Seafood by Nirvana? <laughs> the <laughs> now I vomit cum and diarrhea on the tile floor like oatmeal pizza. I mean, 
That's pretty bad. That's I pretty forgot bad. about that That's one. That's pretty bad. Uh, all right. So that is our various uh, questions. And we're going to do one final segment here, which is the snap. You should have gone for the head. What did you do? What did you do? <laughs> so that pretty much sums it up right there. Uh, if you've seen uh, Marvel's Avengers Endgame, I won't spoil anything, but uh, it's based <laughs> off that. Uh, but the idea here is that if you were to snap your fingers and all the songs that we listened to over this first season were to just go away except for one and you would only have one song left to only listen to, what would that song be? What is your snap? And I'll kick us off. Uh, if you've got the clips ready, Blake, uh, go do. ahead and have you play my pick, and then I'll say it. Fuck off. I was. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Here it's coming. Damn it! It's coming. You're you have the same idea as me. It's coming. <laughs> Okay, I, I yeah, I had to put in my pal's name as Foot Foot at the beginning. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, yeah, I went with Nirvana in Bloom. I, I just have so many, you know, memories as a kid of the song. It still holds up. I can hear it a million times, and I still like it, and still find things to just love about it. And I, I don't know if I really had to say what is the one song I would want left. It would be Nirvana in Bloom. Okay. All right, Matt. Yeah, well, I think I had uh, a similar thought uh, to to you, Josh. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play. Is Matt's yours clip. also I, in bloom? Okay, we'll hear. We'll I hear. no spoilers. Okay, I we'll haven't. Hear. By the way, for the listener, I haven't heard any of these except my own. So here's Matt's. I also went with Nirvana. Um, it's a little bit unfair to to pit Nirvana against uh, everything else that we've listened to because it was the one that I was I was most familiar with. But uh, you know, I, I think just that that song, you know, it's it's kind of a bummer, but it's also kind of a happy song, and and it's it's got minor chords, but it also has major chords and sevenths, and I, I love the guitar tones. Um, In Bloom is another excellent choice, uh, Josh. I also thought about Lithium. Uh, but um, both Hula Hoop Wounds and Invalid Letter Department were were high on on the list uh, for, for this as well. Nice. Um, before I do my drop, to I I thought about it from a practical standpoint and just the the sheer uh, law the feeling of loss and grief that would come with losing so many great songs. I would want to be left with something that would really pick up my spirits. And get me going and pump me up. So I went with this. (laughs) 
that's Andrew WK's I Get Wet. Um, yeah. I don't think there was a good answer because uh, you're just going to lose so many great songs no matter what you do. So, you know, why the hell not, I thought. Hmm. Well, we have listened to a lot of great songs, and I, f- I feel like a lot of them I could snap away pretty easily, but then there's a good handful that I, I couldn't. But I kind of went with the same approach. Like, I want something that was going to pump me pump me up or that gets me really going. Um, my runner-up, it, it was going to be, I was going to go full nihilist and go with Nirvana's Negative Creep. <laughs> but uh but i ended up uh snapping my fingers and going with this Ooh. i knew it from the maracas But yeah, that's uh, at the drive-ins, our Arsenal opening uh, relationship of command. That song just gets me pumped up. The first time I'd, I'd heard it, it just sent me into a frenzy. I knew that this album was going to be something different. Your parents are yep. like, Logan, why are you punching the walls and everything? Like, <laughs> I no. can't tell you. So no, that, that was the new metal days. This oh. was like... <laughs> Logan, why are you just spazzing out and running around the yard at full speed? <laughs> Doing laps. Doing All right. Laps. Well, that's it. That's our first season in the in the bag. Uh, we, like I said, uh, don't go away because we'll have another season eventually coming up at some point. More on oh, that yeah. later, but uh, and and plenty of good artists. We've all uh, either picked the artist we're going to cover or have. <laughs> rolled a few I'm around in our head right now uh and I'm started sweating. started thinking about it and, and everything so we hope uh you will join us for that um and if you know you haven't listened to every episode this season uh now would be a good time to go back and catch up if you if you're listening to this one for some reason but you haven't listened to the others i guess you know you could go back and catch up but and, and if you've know. listened to all, all of ours go listen to all the other great yes. podcasts on ox audio uh, they've got uh, some good good quality casts going on that you should be checking out. Um, I, I think I'm going to go check out that scrambled transmissions after this. Yes. I've got some dishes to do because I, I you absolutely should. Yeah, I'm he, yeah, I'm he, pumped. I, I love all that. I, and I, I mean, I specifically say checking out an episode of his. Listen to the uh, "Are You Afraid of the Dark" one, by the way. That one's really good. It's great. Um, there's one on Black Mirror that just dropped, and I'm going to be. On an upcoming one uh, about the first episode of Tales from the Crypt. Nice. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll we'll see you next season. And uh, you know, during the off season, we're going to be working on songs as well, and look out for those. Uh, more of that. Um, our, our Bandcamp and our Spotify, which I'm sure you'll hear about in a second. Actually, now that I and, think about it, <laughs> and, uh, and get at us with your uh, with your suggestions for uh, pre games and. Uh, palate cleansers uh you know we we want to hear what you guys want to hear all right remember during that uh off time to listen to music what the hell <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm stopping thank you for listening to more of that presents discographology 
We appreciate everyone who supports the show by leaving reviews, sharing and subscribing on social media, and contributing on Patreon. You can check us out on Instagram at More of That Presents, or on Twitter at Discograph Pod, and on Facebook at More of That Band. We have all kinds of playlists up on YouTube at More of That Presents Discographology. Our original music can be found on YouTube Music, Spotify, Apple Music, and all the other streaming services. And you can check out the latest at moreofthat.bandcamp.com. Discographology is just one of the shows on the Ox Audio Podcast Network. Check out Are You There Pod for reviews of your favorite young adult novels. Tune into those spooky signals from Lupine Transmissions or open up the toy box on Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. Support the shows and get bonus content at patreon.com slash oxaudio. That's patreon.com slash A-U-X audio. Thanks again, and as always, don't forget to listen to music. Music.